All right, welcome back. Another episode of American Dudeocracy, a little special edition today. Mayor Dave. Happy day. Cheers, Dave. Smoking a stogie. Mm-hmm. Dwayne, we've got a special guest. Mr. Dwayne is yes, in the house. Dwayne Knudsen. Dwayne. for the invite. That's right. I only had to apply to a thousand or so before I got my first invite, so it's an honor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, the irony is we get a text earlier today. Dwayne's like, I'm finishing up my background check. And Matt and I are looking at each other going, did did you order that, Matt? Because I did. I sent I him in for a, a background idea. check. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So wasn't that, didn't you have to do that, Dave? <laughs> it was a different kind of check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a rabies check, I think. <laughs> yeah. Fungus. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check some other things. Yeah. Uh, just fair warning, your credit score might go down by being here today. <laughs> well, I just went down for the background yeah, check. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no yeah you're going to have the uh, Department of Justice DOJ knocking on your door probably around nine. That's I'm right. Saying, I'm figuring. So, Figure me and Mr. Garland will be on a first name basis here before too long <laughs> with all the shit we talk. <laughs> right. Right. Well, that's okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Mr. Rewind here, we recap a little bit and we can kick <laughs> off. Uh, we were having a little discussion on a doomsday predictions, I guess, hanging a little fun mm-hmm, on that. And I heard mm-hmm. some, I heard a little something about maybe some bunkers in Utah, Davo. <laughs> well, yes, it's, uh, it's true. I do have family there. Um, Very close. You know, it's, uh, well, you know, it's one of my 12th kids <laughs> and uh, I think Elder Billy is, you know, getting, getting down there. You know, it was kind of funny, ironic. About a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, um, right as COVID was coming in, I did have some some buddies of mine that are kind of t- tied very closely with that. You know, they're kind of doomsday preppers and so forth. You know, I'm going to live through the millennium, basically. It's a thousand years, of course. I don't think they understand that's a long time and probably longer than they'll have. But well, anyway, <clears throat> with that kind of food, you might get enough preservatives. Yeah, <laughs> it'll still be good. You're, yeah, you're, no mold on your bread. That's your food for sure. will be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but you're going to get old. Um, but anyway, they were saying a lot of their friends were uh, <clears throat> selling their businesses and uh, stockpiling and moving moving out to uh, these uh, desolate places and setting camp for kind of weather the storm so to speak pretty wild man you know there was a lot of uh when when all that stuff went down like to rewind a little bit right so we were working and and we were deemed essential personnel remember all that freaking discussion and i got a call i got a couple calls at that point like hey hey we got a do I have to have a letter that says that I'm an essential personnel? Like I heard I have to have a letter that I keep on me. And, and, and to be fair, like there were some discussions coming from the state of Colorado. They're like, Hey, you might need a letter. I'm like, well, so I, I reached out like, okay, can I get a hall pass please? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so I'm like, hang on, don't, don't worry about that. You guys just do your thing. Let me, let me check into this. And I remember checking into it and they were, there was some like real discussion but they didn't say who could write them, who could sign them. I'm like, well, what kind of shit is that? So right there, right then, I was like, eh, mm-hmm. that's bullshit. Well, I had a permission slip from my mommy 
that's when kind I of what it came work. down to, right? So, yeah. That would, was, work. That would yeah. work, Dave. You're fine with Worked that. in fourth grade every time. So, <laughs> the yeah. same one over and over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Used that all the way through senior. Pretty so, wild, man. Dave but, is excused. That's yeah, all yeah. Said. yeah Dave, Dave is okay. Dave's excused. He has a doctor's note. He has an excuse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it goes back to that fungus that we were talking about. Oh, so, buddy. Yeah. Background checks and social credit <laughs> scores. But uh, there was some pretty wild stuff there for a minute uh to kick off the doomsday you know uh hall passes and people <laughs> hunkering down in bunkers dude and you know the stock market took a dip right about then and oh man the world was falling you know what's uh, uh really strange is i still remember the, at least the first week of going into work and that interstate was empty yeah, all you non five cars, all you non essential, all you yeah. non essential people need to learn how to drive, man. It was good for about a month. <laughs> right, right, you do 90, 100, no troopers, no nothing. There That's was right. nobody out there. It was cool. Get pulled over, just put your mask on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, sorry, how <coughs> fast? <coughs> Never mind. Just get out of here. <laughs> but I tell you, what wasn't going down during that time frame was like the the Bitcoin stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, that actually went way up. Remember that? Yeah. Crypto hit the moon. Yeah, cri- crypto went crazy. Of course, now it's back in the toilet. But mm-hmm. It's kind of wild. Like Bitcoin, like by all intents and purposes, is supposed to be this non de- a decentralized currency, correct? Right. But why does it trend with the stock market? I don't. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Mm. Can I get another note, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> Need a whole pass. A you know, what's interesting is I was talking to a guy out of uh, Idaho, and he was saying that, uh, of course, he was really touting that XRP is probably going to do something fairly soon because there's actually things that back it. He says there's a lot of this, uh, this currency, this digital currency that really isn't anything backing it. So it's just going to flounder up and down and. Who knows? It might take some leaps and bounds, but uh, you said there's really nothing that's going to sustain because XRP uh, somehow has this tie to every country. So system. Yeah. So if stock goes up tomorrow, our podcast worked. So so I did buy. So please out there. That's right. Yeah. Jump in (laughs) now. It's getting ready to take off. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That is that is not financial advice. (laughs) (laughs) Use your own risk. Or somebody you love. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It might see anal seepage. (laughs) There. Brought to you by Pfizer. (laughs) We're covered. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We covered. There's a disclaimer. We're good. We can talk all the shit we want now. Yep. Because we are uh, big pharma and we are held, we are not held accountable <laughs> no, not to anybody, anything. Right. Who else can we offend out there? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, there's a few. Let's see. As we go down the doomsday prep list, I'm sure we're going to hit on a nerve on a lot of places. Uh, pretty wild, man. So doomsday, right? So here we are. Like the market is is now coming down again and there's more doomsday discussion. And it's, it's like, you know, you were talking about cryptocurrency and and I, I want to ask, what about Tesla stock? So Tesla, right? Tesla is this company that makes electric vehicles. And for the longest time, they weren't really making very many vehicles. But boy, their stock was like to the moon because they were selling these great ideas. And they weren't actually producing a product. So Tesla stock went like crazy. 
And anybody that's ever invested in anything's like, well, I don't understand. There's there's no value in this thing. Why is it going crazy? Well, then it splits, and then all this crazy stuff happens. And apparently, the way the market works is with Elon, he's also connected with SpaceX, which is a, an entirely different company than Tesla. Well. SpaceX will launch a rocket and Tesla stock goes up. Oh, Elon's doing things. So Tesla goes up. So I don't understand, man. I don't get it. The stock market, like to me, Tesla is the equivalent of cryptocurrency on the market. It just makes no sense. But wait, I heard the other day that now, please correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Tesla take a lot of uh, government funded Weren't they funded through the government for their uh, subsidies? Subsidies, yes. They were yeah. they were subsidized. Lots of subsidies for electric cars. Imagine that. I'll bet you. So I'll bet you Pelosi invested in them. Just happened to be one yeah. day before that too. <laughs> right. Before the split. Yeah, one day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, not to so, mention that if you go and buy a Tesla, what kind of subsidies do you get as a consumer? Right. So. Pretty convenient to have a product that your consumers get a subsidy if they buy. Yeah. Right. Yep. Better be a good subsidy if I got to wait in line for hours to charge that son of a bitch. Exactly. Oh, and if you're in California, you can't charge it between the hours of three and nine p.m. or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You can't charge it ever. Yeah. Because see, one of my questions was why are all the car manufacturers with one state? You know, of course, California. Then uh, Colorado is going to probably in, in, in introduce the same bills as uh, California by the year of what is it twenty twenty five? Everybody has to have electric cars or whatever. So why why are all these manufacturers jumping on this? It's because of subsidies. And guess what? This, their stock is jumping too, but but they're getting subsidized to make them. So why not? Yep. Green New Deal. I wonder yeah. if we can get subsidized for this podcast. Well, if we throw up a solar panel and we uh, pretend one of us has to pretend to be AI, mm-hmm. we'll we'll just take all the government money we can get. Let's just say we support green energy. That's right. There we go. Uh, Give ourselves a couple of those bike little fans that. I don't know, guys. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather do it for free. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, there is a difference between free and government funded. That's bondage. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is brought to you for free. It costs you zero dollars to listen. If it were government funded, we'd have our hand in your pocket, taking your money, (laughs) kissing your wife, and then telling you it's free. And then you have to listen to it. Yes. (laughs) For three hours a day. Pipe it in your... Weird. This podcast is super popular. (laughs) (laughs) You can listen to it or we'll shut your energy off. Number one podcast. That's right. Yeah. Weird. Nancy Pelosi invested into us the day before it happened. Oh, buddy. Her and her hubby are rich. That's for sure. Well, only way you can make a few hundred million is to take a job making 140,000 a year. Yeah. Yeah. And be on the inside. Yeah. So. But yeah, back to the car stuff. They are. There is a mandate to go all electric cars or no more internal combustion cars. I think California is a little earlier, but like 2030. Maybe that's what it is. Time frame, something like that. Mm -hmm. So the question then is, okay, if you have, I don't know how many cars there are in California, millions, how how many batteries does it take to power all these cars? 
And then what happens in seven to 10 to 12 years when these batteries start to crap out? This is a mess. And all of a sudden you got to replace it. And by the way, where does all this lithium and copper and where does that cobalt. come from? Cobalt. Mm -hmm. It's it's 90% or what? I don't know all the stats. Stripping. Huge Stripping. percentage of it is from China. Yeah. So we're basically giving a considerable amount of subsidized money, government money to China. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Way yeah. to go. That's a great idea, isn't it, guys? It's perfect. You know, you know, at some point we need to do a, a podcast on just what an electric car does and what they, um, you know, there are emissions. It's uh, their particulates or what am I trying to say here? We, we talked about this last time. It's the. Yeah. So there's, there is no such thing as a um, zero emission, zero emission yeah. vehicle. Right. Because, and we, we went and I know it was a long podcast, but we, we did an energy podcast it was yeah. like three and a half hours and we really honed in on this. Mm -hmm. uh, but to recap some of those, because it's worth saying, because mm -hmm. it's the stupidity goes on. Mm -hmm. um, so a lithium battery, right? Or one of the one of the thousand pound battery packs to power one electric Tesla car. Thousand pounds. Takes a thousand pounds worth of battery. Wow. So every like you pointed out, Dwayne, these batteries last maybe 10 years. Best case scenario. So every 10 years, you've got a thousand pound battery you have to dispose of and do something with. They're not being recycled. They're being thrown in like by the hundreds of thousands of tons. I think millions of tons a year going to landfill. But anyway. Well, and they're special disposal because <clears throat> batteries are hazardous. You can't yeah. just throw them away, right? Mm -hmm. They're like a special. Yeah. So it's not a free disposal is what I'm saying. No. I think you have to pay like a little extra to dispose of batteries. Yeah, because they're right. hazardous. They right. have a right. high potential to actually contaminate groundwater and things like that. You know, things we need. Um, but it's, it's insane. A thousand pound battery for a Tesla car um to to produce a battery right that puts out the equivalent of one barrel of oil mm. takes 60 60 barrels of oil to make said battery <laughs> it is a 59 plus barrel per oil loss in energy so if you're invest if that's a dollar investment just let me put that out there if you give me $60 to invest. I'm guaranteeing I'll return $1. Hey, look, you're winning. No wonder Uncle Sam's all about that. That's yeah. their kind of investment. They yeah, love those right. investments. That's right. So, I mean, it's 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 literally stupid. Uh, but the people that have the money that write the commercials that send out all the propaganda are winning the war. And all the people lining up to do it with their capes on to save the planet are Yep. Guess who pays for that? I just just tighten your cape a little bit more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, and when they yep. plug it in, the the power just comes from the wall. It it's because the power exists in the wall. It's free. Yeah, because it doesn't. Yeah. There's no carbons no. emissions when you're plugged into the wall. Yeah, when right? when the coal <laughs> the the coal companies are actually hiring now. They're they're hiring more people because more coal is being burned overseas. Oh, it's record because they're years. cutting natural right. gas out. Right. So now more coal is being burned. So more emissions. Yep. I think we're on track for the most coal we've ever burned this year. Globally. Yeah. Globally. Globally. Yes. Wow. And yeah. there's more coal plants being built than any other time in history. Pretty wild. Yeah. 
And because uh, you need power, you need energy. Got to have power. So, yeah. Yeah. It's um, it, it's crazy, especially when all of the reductions in greenhouse gases and emissions over the, the last 10 years. Um, I think 80 percent of all those reductions that have been had are because of natural gas. But we're cutting that out now. Right. It's utter fucking stupidity. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, I, mm-hmm. just to call it what it is. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. But uh, so, yeah, dooms. That's that's a great doomsday discussion. <laughs> well, let's talk. That's doomsday shit. When we run out of lithium and cobalt. Yeah. What happens when we copper. run out of uh, children to mine lith- <laughs> to yeah. mine cobalt in the Democratic? Yeah. We're, Republic we're, of the Congo, the it, DRC. It Congo, yeah. So the DRC mines 40 percent of the world's cobalt comes from the Democratic Republic of the Congo, which is funded and owned by China. And and now hear this. 10-year-old, the average age of the children working in that mine are 10, not 17 or 18, 10. And that's a volunteer work, right? They, oh, they go totally. there because because yeah. they don't like to be beat or starved to death, so They'd they rather you know. be there than in school, yeah. right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll get a meal. It's, it's, yeah, it's sad. I'm telling you, it's insanity, man. There is no narrative that you see on, on news on any of this, though. That's what's, that's what's sad about all this is the deception and the lies about really what's involved in an electric car or electric, electric vehicle. It's really sad. And just like Dwayne, Dwayne, by the way, is an environmental expert. I would call you, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you, Matt? (laughs) Well, you can't spell environmental. Without mental. Mental. Um, now you're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're there, man. No, so he, he's very, following this stuff. A very extensive background in, in a lot of this stuff. I mean, really, the three of us do. Uh, Dwayne, by far the most. Uh, but it's, to answer your question, Dave, it's the reason why the story, the information is not out there is because if the minute people found out that's what they were supporting, it would go away. The, the bigger question is, is why? You know, why the push? And this is where this is where the doomsday conspiracy sombrero gets busted out, the tinfoil sombrero, because to me, it, it's it's only about money and control. And then you Bingo. have to ask yourself, you know, why? Why the money and the control? Right. They, or do they go hand in hand? I think they do, uh, because, hey, if I can control your energy and I can control this, I got to take all your money first. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to control how you do what you do. And if you don't think that's happening again, just rewind to the California comments about charging your vehicle. Mm-hmm. So now, yeah, five know, o'clock in the afternoon. Right. But you're right. You know, they've basically um, I'm just going to say it. Our administration has taken our energy and absolutely collapsed it to where we are being forced into this stuff. Right. You know, all on the uh heels of save the planet and uh, you know environmental climate change or whatever they're calling it now um but we're being bankrupt from it right that's what's sad so it's power it's energy and control mm-hmm. and it's uh more and more though like here, here's what's fun if you've if you're on social media at all anywhere when you see any kind of post or something about green energy, click on the comments. 
nine out of 10 are like, this is bullshit. <laughs> so there is a growing yeah. massive movement headed in the direction we're speaking. It's just a matter of getting the uh, elite rich people to understand that we're not going to put up with that shit. Right. And it's pretty simple. Just so say no. I was listening to the, the energy subcommittee where Michael Schellenberger, you guys heard of him? Sounds familiar. Anyway, he was testifying to this energy subcommittee and he made a great point about the environmental movement and this green deal and that you know, all that stuff. It's like a substitute religion. And really, if you think about it, it's like, it makes perfect sense, right? Because to get a following like they have, it, it's cult-ish following, right? It's like, I don't care what the what people say. I don't care what the facts are. I don't care what the data says. I identify yeah, yeah. the facts, this is, the, this truth. Is the truth, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And it comes with its own set of guilt. Yep. Like, oh, what do you drive? Oh, you you drive an F-150? A combustion that, motor? Oh, wow. That's a gas cousin. Hey, I heard your lawnmower go off, you know, this morning at 10. And we're not happy about that. We think you need to go to electric. Right. And we, we've fallen from this the state of environmental, you know, it, it was amazing and, and everything was, was perfect and beautiful. Well, look back in time, right? The, the temperature has gone up, it's gone down. CO2 emissions were really high, they're really low, they go up and down. They have for hundreds and thousands of years. Mm -hmm. So to say that all of a sudden it's us causing that, it just, it makes no sense. Unless you spin it like it's some sort of religion and, oh, you got to get on board. You're not on board with this. You, you need to. You have to. Yep. You, you're the enemy if, if you're not. And, and that's just it. If, if you're not on board, then you are the bad part of this. You are the, the civilized. We're, we're growing. We're becoming more civilized. And that's causing all this issue. You're bad. <laughs> it's fallen from yeah, grace. Yeah. It's pretty wild. It's, uh, it's sad. It, it puts humans as the bad person the bad guy is now all humans right unless you believe in this right it's crazy man it is it's a religion because once people identify as that is what they are that's their identity mm -hmm. they've now attached so then yep. to, to admit religion yeah, yeah. then to yeah. look into new facts and actually go wow maybe i was wrong with that that means you as a person were wrong and oh my god you know you know how hard that is Jeez. Yeah, this religion, quote, quote, is really lining some pockets. I mean, look at John Kerry and some of these clowns that are just filthy rich. And they're and Al Gore. Wasn't he part of that, too? Uh, he, Yeah, he was the he was the big one. And he's he's only, yeah. you know, like three hundred million dollars now. Mm -hmm. Only only three hundred million flies poor, a plane all over. That's how bad we are. Yeah. yeah, that poor guy. Yeah. yeah. Multiple, multiple uh, beachfront properties, you know? Yeah. Yeah crazy man why are all these guys if there is global warming i think we talked about this too why are all these guys buying all this beachfront up yeah you know if there was any validity to the ocean rising uh and wiping out the coast why why do insurance companies give insurance on properties mm -hmm. oh uh uh weird <laughs> i don't know oh well, speaking don't know. of that so i have a picture here i got a interesting concepts i'll have to share with you guys so there was a picture of the florida keys that it was taken in 
1925. And the same shot was repeated again in 2017 on the the coast. And it looks identical minus all the buildings. Oh, of course. (laughs) Identical. (laughs) Almost 100 years later. Yep. The beach looks identical. (laughs) There's a couple of those. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. That that doesn't fit the the narrative, though. So let's not publish that one. No, it's... uh, It's an interesting time, man. Uh, I think what it boils down to, to me, is the inability, I think, for some folks to understand that they are not in control of shit. Like, we are here. We are here for the ride. Obviously, you're in control of your actions. You are in control of the way you do what you want to do. But outside of that... The universe doesn't give a shit Mm-mm. that you're here and then you're gone. Like, ah, it all looks the same whether you're here or not. And we we talked a little bit about some of these stats uh, the other day, and I'll, I'll repeat some because they're they're fantastic. So you know, CO two <clears throat> emissions. Everybody, oh, CO two, CO two is bad. Okay, um, trying to understand what percent. Like, if you buy into this narrative that man-made climate change man-driven climate change right because that keeps changing to what it is what it's not blah 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 what the target is what's causing Mm -hmm. it all that's been morphed into bullshit um but anyway so man-made climate change what percent of the climate change is actually from people and there's no answer on that there is nobody that'll say oh we're one percent or ten percent or half a percent or forty a hundred percent or so like at the end of the day, we don't know shit, uh, but like volcanoes. So CO2 yeah. emissions, right? Yep. So by the best count that I could find caveat online. So I don't know. Uh, human CO2 emissions by, by a globe were like 60 billion tons a year emitted into the atmosphere. 60, six zero billion tons a year. Um, the 30, there's 30 volcanoes that we monitor and of those 30 that we monitor because there's more than 30 those 30 volcanoes put out like 560 billion tons a year of co2 so we're like that's a lot of electric cars matt how many electric cars would that be um all of them dave can you do the math in your head yeah i've got that but i wanted to bring up all of them cow farts are uh Everyone you yeah. could ever think of making. <laughs> yeah. Cow farts are probably in there too somewhere. And they're at all time high too. Yeah. We yeah. should, uh, we should feed the cows gas X. That's right. <laughs> Brought to you by yeah. Pfizer. I'm, I'm still calculating. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. stalling. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to redirect here. Right. All right. Let me get my phone out. <laughs> this smartphone is bullshit. 60 billion divided by. Yeah. There's too many zeros. My <laughs> Sorry. That's right. I don't know how to do that. It just says E E E E. All right. I mean, so that's just Ridiculous, some stats that i yeah. remember and and i could be yeah i mean plus or minus a few billion you know i'll pretend like i'm in the government eh, plus or minus a few billion mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. what difference does it make now yeah so if the u.s if we hit our target that new inflation i, I don't call it the inflation reduction act by the way i call it the inflation inflation act because that's what it's going to do yeah. right it's an oh, inflation, inflation the inflation act. catapultion act right 
to American Serious Debt Act. Yeah. 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 The American Doomsday Act. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of the target deadlines in there, like 2050. You know what that's going to cost? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It's just it's the interest. I mean, it's astronomical. Just, yeah. The, the, the GDP of the U.S. is like 22 trillion. And to go completely zero carbon by 2050, it's like 265 trillion. So how no. many how many times the GDP just just to like, get there? Like 14 times. It's, it's insane. Let me ask a question now. So let's talk about we zero are, carbon. Yeah. Can we talk about what does zero carbon mean? Uh, Is that where you're going, Dave? No, Sorry. that's bad. But I mean, if we're jumping all all over on board on this, and I don't think the U.S., is the num- number one contributor in the world. I think it's China. China, India. So uh, that's, that's what? China, by the way. Okay. Could you, China. China. You got you to gotta <laughs> say it right, okay? Yeah. China. China, India. But, I mean, think about this. Why aren't we going after those countries first? I mean, I know we. if, if it's that big of a deal, let's just take the side of the, uh, you know, the uh, global concernists, if you will. Uh, you know, why are we not? getting the heavy producers first. I know why. I'll, Speak. I'll let you ask your question. Then I'll tell you, I'll tell you the explanation that I, the government is giving. I see that hand. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for this. One. Yeah. Go ahead. I see that. Okay. Hand. So we as America need to lead the charge. And once other countries see us leading the charge, they're going to just automatically boy, jump on oh board. Boy, I yeah, would yeah. too. That's, would that's, too. that was, that came out of our fucking lawmakers mouths. We, that's that was the answer that was given because that was that wow. question was asked. Well, how, what are we doing if we are? I, I think from a a world standpoint, emissions wise, we're like, I think we're like eighteen or nineteen on the list, uh, eighteen nineteen down from the top. Like number one being the biggest emitter, which I believe is India, India, probably, and then it's yeah. China, I believe, and then it goes on down the list. And America is like eighteen, I think. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. Uh, or you can quote me on that and then just suck it because I'm probably wrong. <laughs> um, but so that was asked to Congress, like, what are we doing? Well, as America, we should be the leaders. Meanwhile, okay, if if that is the approach, like, let's just pretend. So let's don our, we're saving the world capes, take away the tinfoil sombrero. Let me hang that up. I'm going to put on my save the Captain Planet cape. So if that is the approach, meanwhile, we are buying all these solar panels and all this junk from China and we're shipping it over here in diesel powered ships. And then we send all the old stuff over there where they fucking burn it. Um, yeah. Uh, Perfect. I got a couple of questions, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Don't put that hand down. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not a rock. Just believe. I'm not a rocket scientist, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know, man. Well, so, yeah, so as soon as the U.S. goes off the cliff, other nations will follow, right? Because that looks like fun. Yeah, free yeah. falling off the cliff here as soon as this bankrupts us. Yeah, if we go bankrupt, they go will too. With it, yeah, they'll, they're gonna. Oh, everybody's gonna jump into that. A, they're gonna a great idea. follow right behind us and be like, "Oh, stake the claim." It's a great. Welcome vision. to New China. <laughs> great vision. Yep. It's insanity. It is insanity because all the, the same folks. You're right, Dave. The very same movement is like, "Oh, one planet." Well, yes, correct. One planet. So let's start with the number one and number two. Oh, we don't want to. Oh, 
oh, well, we can't. You know, my theory. Sorry, let me put my cape up. Let me grab my sombrero. Boom. You know, my theory is why we don't. Because we can't. We. Jeez. Congress, the people that are pushing this agenda can't launder the money from China and India. So they're focused on other shit to make themselves rich by doing this. Mm -hmm. I I mean, ding, ding. Need another hunter. Everybody needs a hunter. Oh, buddy. Hunter Biden. It's incredible, man. I've got the money, daddy. It's incredible. So why not just live in a world where we let the data actually tell us what is working, which is natural gas. Right. And, and nuclear natural gas and nuclear mm-hmm. those those are that's what works right and they're abundant and there's a lot of it yep and we could do a lot of different things with that stuff we could cut global pollution down i, I i'm trying to remember the the stat that i remember and this is this will be fun to see if this is still accurate today but there's a stat that i remember reading back when we were in hearings and trying to run all this down um if if all the over the road truck drivers, right, that drive diesel, the diesel, the semis, if they were to add natural gas as like a subsidized gas to their engine and just use it when they could, they still need diesel to pull the hills and for mm-hmm. the horsepower to to actually move, get going. But if they added natural gas to those engines and burn that when they could, I believe emissions in America would go down like sixty percent overnight. Is I remember That's reading insane. that somewhere, and I need to I need to check that. But I do remember that stat. You know, I work for an oil and gas company that uh, we took all of the company vehicles, um, majority of them, probably eighty percent of them, uh, had natural gas tanks uh, installed, and we flipped over. Of course, you could run regular gas, um, but you know they ran pretty good. They 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 definitely lacked a lot of horsepower or whatever and you had to fill up a whole lot more often but i'm telling you that was the cleaner better solution ever than would be an electric vehicle big time because number one how many how many electric vehicles can haul a trailer has anybody seen the the time that they are speculating (laughs) i've seen it's like hours i've seen electric or four hours is all they can do i've seen electric vehicles hauling a generator behind them (laughs) plugged in running and plugged in yeah (laughs) i've seen electric vehicles on the side of the road (laughs) yeah (laughs) crap where's it yeah Yeah. i didn't quite make it where's the current half hour i need a current bush (laughs) right yeah (laughs) telling you yep so you know, Matt, that wouldn't surprise me, but the other big factor in the emissions, in my opinion, I haven't seen a lot of data on this, but I'm a pilot, so don't get me wrong. I love aviation, but there's no catalytic converter on airplane engines, right? Jet fuel just gets burned and, and that's it. And they go through a lot. Oh, yeah. They a lot. They burn like a lot. Thousands mm. of gallons per leg, right? Just the amount of fuel, and again, I'm a pilot. I I don't. I'm not talking bad about it, but th- there's a, there's a lot there, right? So, yeah, there's there's a lot of sources out there. Um, I don't know what you could do about that. Throw a big battery in there, right? It'll it'll fly. For um, thirty seconds. It's a slingshot, Dwayne. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> a big glider. Yep. That's all it is. You get it in the air, and you have to glide. Yeah, yeah. You, right. you hook them to a big cable, and they just pick up like a <laughs> ski lift. You see. Yeah. Like a big ski lift. Yeah. Oh, buddy. 
you know it's it's incredible there there are so many other things that we could be focusing on to actually make a difference uh i've always just said why not just start by cleaning up our garbage like that that to me seems like such a simple measurable easy win like just clean up our shit like all that plastic let's just clean it up like why can't we just start with that Mm -hmm. well and take care of our own yeah Mm -hmm. right we have problems in this country that need to be dealt with we've got homeless we've got vets that aren't being serviced appropriately and there's just a a ton of uh, what are we doing we're opening the border and we're giving illegals more than we're giving our own veterans and where where does that trafficking and drugs Uh, there's there's house cleaning we need to do here besides you know what's being shoved down our throats come on guys it's only another 14 billion to ukraine (laughs) <laughs> and more and more and more. I think it's averaging right now. I believe it's averaging somewhere around, I want to say eight to 10 billion a month going to Ukraine at this point. Eight to 10 billion with a B that's a thousand millions. Um, yeah. So that's, wow. Oh, did you vote for that? Was, uh, was there a vote? Boy, did we get a vote? I sure don't remember a ballot. No, there's no vote on that. That just happens. That's just automatic. You know, taking a side, kind of a side spin on that. What is the purpose of helping Ukraine so much? I'm just curious. Does anybody have that? Does anybody know? What is the purpose of supporting Ukraine and all this? I really realize there's human rights. There's a lot of things, of course, you know, when a country invades another, we should be concerned, but... What is the purpose of continued support of Ukraine when we have issues here? And why did we do that? And why are we not still in Iraq supporting their people that actually helped us in a lot of fashion? And we've abandoned them. We still have people over there that are trapped. Afghanistan? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Afghanistan. Afghanistan. What a mess. Um, I don't know, Dave. I honestly don't know. Um, I ask that question a lot. I also ask, you know, everybody, well, there's people getting murdered. I'm like, well, there's that many people getting murdered in Chicago, mm-hmm. like in the United, like in Chicago, like mm-hmm. that's uh, what are we, oh, we're sending how many hundreds of billions over to Ukraine now? Like why, why not just take that clean up our city, Chicago, right. San Francisco, reduce the crime, quit killing ourselves, Seattle. Yeah. You know, th- there's things we need to do. I, I don't know, man. The whole the whole Ukraine Russia thing is so messy that you know and we've talked about this quite a bit, uh, and I still have no idea. You know, I'll listen, I'll I'll dig in, and I'll I'll think that I'm learning about you know why we should be helping Ukraine, and then I'll read a little more, and it it's why Russia is right to be. It's such a mess. Mm-hmm. It is. I don't know, man, and and I'm not there, so. Obviously, I'm not there. I don't believe any of it because I'm not there because I've, I've learned the last couple of years have really taught me that unless I'm seeing it, even if I were seeing it, I'm only going to believe about half of it anyway. Right. It's too, too messy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah. And the narrative keeps spinning on that. I remember years ago, I worked for a grocery company and uh, one of the funniest damn things I ever saw was I, I got a... Uh, kind of an email from one of my coworkers. It was in another office and 
and and basically you clicked on it. Do you remember those old Axe files that you'd opened up and there's little things that were happening and little characters that were moving around and different things? Oh, you're dating yourself, I, wait, Dave. Now, wait a minute. You're dating yourself. Was this, that on your floppy this disk? This is not. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, maybe. The seven and a quarter floppy? Yeah. <laughs> seven and a quarter floppy. That's for the three and a half. That's that was, right. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was on an album. It was ABBA, but yeah. it, it was... Uh, that it, was it, that was the 45 yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so it said click to get your to receive your bonus here so you uh got your mouse and there's your little pointer and you start following that click to and it just, <laughs> it, just it just kept moving and that's our narrative you, you never could click on it because it moved all around your screen you never got it i mean you could never click to see your bonus so it's like the narrative that we're seeing it just keeps moving you start asking questions and it's holy heck you just it's gone it, there's no answers and the part that is really hard the harder one of the harder things to try to comprehend is you hear these crazy things like oh biolabs right and you're like eh, i don't know about that shit but then you you listen to congress people say well we do have we do have an interest in protecting the biolabs in ukraine ukraine you're like holy shit holy shit so then then what where what do you believe i don't know man well the bio and also back to the doomsday stuff fertilizer there's there's yes. a big fertilizer plants there correct and yep. a lot of the doomsday predictions from back in the day evolved around food right because the globe it Famine. cannot it cannot support seven or eight billion people we're close to now right? without fertilizers. It can't do without synthetic fertilizers <clears throat> yeah. it's not possible. that's right so thanks to another benefit of natural gas is you're able to provide those synthetic fertilizers. That's that would be right. possible. In other words. I don't think a lot of people know that, you know, it's a it's a fact that like in the 50s, the 1950s, uh, they predicted that uh, half the world's population then would starve to right. death. Right. And then they figured out a way to make fertilizer out of out of ammonia, pulling it through air, methane stripping. Uh, the Haber-Bosch, the whole Haber-Bosch uh, production plant that came in through Germany and others. And yeah. Right. So I've got a quote here from Paul Elrich. It says, population will inevitably and completely outstrip whatever small increases in food supplies we make. Again, Paul Ingrich confidently decla declared in the April 1970 Mademoiselle. The death rate will increase until at least 100 to 200 million people per year will be starving to death during the next 10 years. Again, this was in 1970. <laughs> Where wow. did that go? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so for 50 years ago, they were saying that. And thanks to the advancements and the development of natural gas, we were able to prevent that. Right. And that story, that narrative is lost. People don't know that. So, yeah, we yeah. need to, people, you need to be aware of this stuff. They absolutely do. Yeah. Like we talk about in every other podcast, start digging in, find the truth, find out exactly why they're, they're shoving all this stuff in front of our faces and do some research. Just like what Dwayne is saying, that's find truth. I just, I just want to eat my crickets and drive yeah. my electric car <laughs> <laughs> when they let me charge it. Oh. Dude, it's crazy. It's great. And, and I guess to back that up. So the 1970s, uh, you know, the population now is like over 7 billion people on the planet. Right. And 
and look around. How many people on a daily basis do you see that don't appear to be starving? There's a calorie surplus in the world today. And we are, man, I, I dug into a whole ton of stats on this reading that book. Uh, there's a book, The Rational Optimist, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And he talks uh, extensively about this on how much less farmland we're actually using than we could and should be. And we're still feeding the population that is growing exponentially. Uh, India is a, is a great example of that. Great example because they, they were doomed and then they figured it out through uh, natural gas sure. and fossil fuels. I mean, if you want to, I've said this before and I'll repeat it. If you want to blame fossil fuels for the doom of the planet, it's because it's allowed people to thrive and the population to grow. So damn you fossil fuels. Damn it. We're living a good life and our life expectancies up and our medicines are working and damn you fossil fuels. That's right. We need to wipe a bunch of these people out. This is not working right. Yeah. 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 That's basically what it amounts to. Yeah. Just eat this meat. <laughs> eat your soylent green. Soylent green. Your crickets. Baby. Yep. Oh, dude. So the places that don't have a lot of natural gas are the places that don't have a lot of food, right? Look at yeah. Africa, right? Where do you see all the starvation, all that stuff? Now, if we were able to take some of our abundance of natural gas and get get that energy of the places that they really need it, imagine how those nations would be flourishing right now. There's people starving. And it's, it's sad. And Africa is actively trying to do that. And John Kerry... Biden's energy czar just came out publicly against Africa gaining access to natural gas. Literally within the last two weeks. No kidding. Straight up, dude. Weird. I don't know. Conspiracy <laughs> sombrero. <laughs> Shit. I don't know, man. Wow. Well, you can't make this up. That's sad. Tell me, since you're still connected, where's where's Jordan Kovat and what's happening there? Yeah, I think. Burke denied it. It yeah. was on the verge. Trump almost got it pushed through, and I think it got denied. I don't think it's going to – it's probably not going to happen now at all. So it, we were in the process of importing natural gas to the world to help the world. Well, we still well, – export. And I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Exporting. Yes. So we still export. It just goes out right. of the southern Texas. Uh, port down in Texas, Louisiana, right. uh, Jordan Cove was nine out of 10 permits approved, like ready to roll. Uh, it was almost approved by FERC and then FERC kicked it back to start it over. And this is like the umpteenth time. And the investors were like, we're done. We're done. And so they won. Essentially, they won on shutting it down. And now that isn't going to happen, which for everybody listening, uh, the Jordan Cove project um, would export natural gas from Oregon and it would be a much straighter like like 18, 16 to 18 hours less shipping time uh, than going all the way down and around the way they have to. So it would have not only exported natural gas safer, cleaner, faster, it would have reduced emissions across the world by delivering more natural gas to them, but also by means of getting there sooner, faster, easier. Yeah, more economic pipelines that take it right most the way there there was very minimal pipeline yeah there wasn't much left needed yeah the one leg uh through oregon is what the whole uproar was over Mm -hmm. so pipeline no emissions on that that goes straight through the line right it's the best because i remember it was mostly the western side of the u.s that was uh bringing it up there and then it was to be exported down so that natural gas was going to come from right here in the rocky mountains yep yep all that money and all of that commerce would have came right here from the rocky mountains which 
I will say it right here in America, we produce the cleanest, most efficient, most regulated, safest fossil fuels in the world, hands down, second to none by a long, long ways. And it killed all that. And let me rewind for all of you people that are now hating Russia because of Ukraine. Russia funds the Sierra Club millions a year to fight fracking and natural gas and fossil fuel production in America. Well, Google that's just that because shit. they support Permitting the environment, everything. right? Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's why they support the environment. Is why I, I think that. Russia invaded Ukraine with electric tanks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So what's the conspiracy behind shutting down American uh, fossil fuels and natural gas? What's uh, Why are we doing that? The UN, buddy. It's a it's a global push. Realistically, it's a glo- I, th- I think it's a global push. I agree. Uh, Globalization. Yeah. To try to get everybody reliant. One. Oh, let's play nice together. Let's all be partners in this. And and there's a few that are like, no, we're not in that boat. And and here Russia. we are. Yeah. yeah, here we are. So it's. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Russia and China don't want to play. There's other countries, too. But Russia, China, Iran, yep. North Korea, a uh, few others. Uh, some others that used to be there, like uh, Saddam Hussein in Iraq, he was removed, and a few others. Actually, Gaddafi was one. Are they wiser? Uh, I just think, you know, they, they wanted to protect their own, their national identity. That is so strange. And have control over their own. We had four years of that. We had four years of America first, which meant it's America first was not a push to shut everybody out. It was a push to take care of our own first and then go out. Wouldn't you do that with your family? You take care of your family first and then you go out to help others. I would. Yeah, there's uh, some you don't strategery your, there. Yeah, you don't yeah. abandon your family just to help others while your own family's starving and poor and naked or whatever. So please put your own air mask on before you help your child with theirs. Dave. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Dave, aren't you supposed to be in a bunker in Utah? I'm like, come on, man. Uh, with your yeah, second. Yeah. How many wives cousin, you got over there waiting on you? <laughs> well, let's not talk about that. Yeah. A sister, sister wives. Sister wives. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Goes along with Uncle Daddy. That's right. Have your have your spam burger. <laughs> uh, I don't know, guys. That that whole scenario again. Three oil and gas guys been doing this for a long time, and it's uh, it reeks. Every bit of all of that narrative just reeks, and I don't understand why more people can't see it. And I've had those conversations with some folks. I'm like, how how can you support that electric car knowing that? children are forced to mine the lithium the cobalt that goes into that lithium battery and the question that was asked was how do you know like 40 mm-hmm. percent mm-hmm. of the world's cobalt comes from that mine mm-hmm. how do i know oh oh that's your stance how yeah. do you know i don't see it here yeah you know it's uh hey just give me my electric card i don't want to know the truth so and what does that do now to our grid the old right buddy. that talk about doomsday like legit yep we'll probably make that prediction now right like this this grid is not designed to to support it's way under under power right. where well, we need to be just, look at look they at just california shut down here in colorado another colorado uh, coal plant right um california they're getting rid of nuclear plants just got rid of one uh, coal plants are going down and what do you do i mean 
the wind and solar is that going to really support the grid? I mean, look at California, people. Look at the rolling blackouts. It's not sustainable. It's going to crash quickly. And just wait till these new rules kick in, right? Wait till the Inflation Inflation Act really takes effect. <clears throat> For our little basin here in Colorado, the methane fee, you guys aware of what the new federal methane fee is? Part of that, that's one of the core things with this Inflation Inflation Act is a methane fee, right? So, so you're allowed like a 0.02 percentage of your production that you, is the freebie. And then anything over that, you have to pay uh, 1200 bucks up to 1500 bucks by 2026 per ton of methane. So for our basin, I'm guessing it's probably going to be, we don't really know exactly yet, but between 20 and $30 million that the handful of producers is going to have to, to kick into up, this huh? thing. Out of nowhere, it's just a, all of a sudden, a $30 million tax or whatever it ends up being. Again, I don't know exactly. This is a state deal, right? No, that's federal. Oh, it's federal. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, in the Colorado, don't get me started on that. There's all sorts of oh, yeah. crazy rules coming we down the pipe. We are so overregulated here. Yeah. Unreal. And you know, if some of the rules are actually common sense and that they do help with emissions, uh, you know, and it kind of makes sense. <clears throat> Others just go completely overboard and it, it makes zero sense. One example of that is there's a new midstream push to midstream steering committee here in Colorado to take the midstream and reduce the emissions from that. Right? So when we, when we get natural gas out of the ground, we have to compress it, boost it and send it down the pipe. Right? Well, the best way to do that is to use the molecules right there in the form of a, uh, in, internal combustion engine, right? The best way to do it, natural gas powered engines. Happens all the time. Well, they want us to hook those to the grid now. So run all the power and, and it's just impossible to get some of these lines over here would be miles and miles and miles of power just to get enough power to these stations to run the compression. It just, it makes no sense. And you're going backwards when you look at the big picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wonder how they're gonna wonder how they're gonna run those lines what equipment do they use to bury the lines dig them string them out what are the lines made out of the don't battery, they have don't they have battery operated what are they covered yeah. in aren't they covered in uh oh what's that stuff tree bark oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah paper yeah. mache organic yeah. tree bark. Uh, essentially plastic <laughs> like oh so. uh, dude well, you know, Denver's got this big push for any of these new subdivisions. You don't get a you you don't get a choice of natural gas or electric. They're just shoving electric in there. You know, did they ask so, the permission of the voters for that? By the way, no, because I kind of like cooking on a stove. I kind of like having, you know, heat generated that way. I don't I don't want to have electric, right, mm -mm. on everything. I don't want to be forced. To, I want to have that option. So people. You just lost some freedoms there. You literally just lost a freedom to choose whether you install an electric appliance or a gas appliance. You can do it either way, right? You still have that option right now. They just took that away. In California, you just lost that option. Yeah. Thank you, elected officials. <laughs> yeah, they took it away. It's disgusting. They tried pushing it here in Colorado and somebody actually sued and won and they overturned it. But now in that particular development, like Dave was talking about, you have to request to get 
natural gas appliances. That's, yeah, that's correct. There is a there is a coalition in Denver that is actively fighting that. I know a couple of those players, but it's it's incredible how they're trying to <laughs> shove that into your homes and in what you buy, what you drive. You know, it's freedom, like Dwayne's talking about. Bye bye. It's going. Well, and one, there goes one the at a time. More power needed to the grid, by the way. So yeah. our, our grid demand is only growing. What's right? your curious? What does your guys' power bill look like over the last year? I think been, I'm up 20%. Oh, just buckle up, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to go up a I'm, lot more than that. And I'm, you it's, know, I live in my house by myself. I keep my, honestly, I run my, uh, my thermometer at 78 degrees. I don't have to have my house at 68. I'm a, I'm a lizard, I suppose, but uh, I don't have to have it that, that cool in the summertime. I really don't. But. Dude, my, my power bill is up about 30%. Mm-hmm. 30% already. Damn. And that's before the house bill 1261 comes into play in 2025, which, you know, predictions were three, a 300% increase in utility bills here in Colorado based on just that. That was before inflation and COVID and the inflation reduction act and the printing of trillions of dollars and all the bullshit. So that number is probably more like four, four fifty, four hundred fifty percent increase. So to put that in perspective, right. Um, your power bill here, here, uh, if it was $300 a month, um, by 2025 will be, uh, like 900. It's true. So who does that impact the most, right? So the state here in Colorado, there's this movement to, the disproportionately impacted communities, right? right. There, there's a big effort to to protect these communities uh, of minorities, the lower income communities. But yet, what are we doing to those communities? We're gonna make them choose with, between with food and power. They're the ones that the lower income communities are gonna get hit the <clears throat> worst, right? Yeah, you get Absolutely. the rich folks, they can probably absorb a few hundred dollar a month increase with power, but the lower income folks, they're going to get nailed with this. It's literally a choice between food on the table or the hot house or well, a, a lukewarm yeah. house. Yeah. Well, or, Dwayne, yeah, Luke, no cool, cool no heat. Minimum wage went up. Come on. These people can afford it. Right after they buy their Tesla, their electric car, right after they buy that, so they don't have to buy gas, then they can afford to eat their electric bill. Literally. They just need to install solar. On their rooftops. Dude, it's incredible. I, I don't, again, I don't understand it. I don't understand. We are literally crushing people in the name of what? So so this upper group, the Al Gores and those folks can make hundreds of millions of dollars. Goes back to that religion stuff we talked it is. about, right? This is a substitute religion, this yeah. whole environmental movement. I'm a sacrificial, I'm, I guess they're just lining up. I'm going to sacrifice my life for the greater good. Yep. That's, what, that's what's happening. It's crazy. You know, it's funny because uh, I know we're kind of taking a small tangent, but. We always you know, take a tangent. Back, back in, uh, back when I bought my house, um, you know, it was kind of a big solar thing then too. And I think that was 2012, maybe. Anyway, you basically you still had to pay for that solar. It was free up front. We'll install it for free, but you're still going to have to pay, you know, a monthly charge. We might even, uh, actually the gal that was trying to talk me into solar, I had to have a lien on my house if I sold it and she didn't get her money back. 
But the amount of money that you have to pay for solar to have that all installed and, and up and working accounts for almost 10 years worth of bills. It's it's not affordable. You can't afford solar. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's it's not a good business decision to put solar in because, you know, you might as well just, uh, if you're figuring you're going to be in your house 10 years, it wouldn't pay you back. It, it will not. So. Well, and that's where the subsidies come in, right? This would make absolutely zero sense without subsidies. I think subsidies are the only thing even propping that up. Yeah, right? and for a long so time, they weren't even doing rebates or subsidies. Yeah, we're paying the bill for for this junk that's mm-hmm. not working. And how long are those? I'd like to know, like back in 10 years ago, the solar technologies come a long way, right? But back then, are those panels still viable? Like if you installed that mm-hmm. in 2012, when you bought your house, Dave, what would be the output right now? No, I think they, those things only had a four or five year shelf life. And <laughs> then, a 10 year break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 10 year yeah. break even. And Man, so sounds like another government. And, and need to think about the raw materials at these. Don't they have a lot of silver in them too? Solar panels. I thought they had silver in them. I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and research. I don't know. I don't I don't know about silver. I know I there's there's cadmium and some other things in there. Mm-hmm. Um, primarily, they're made with fossil fuels. Um, surprise. Everything is made with fossil fuels. And they all come from China, by the way. Yeah. So we're paying Chinese people to to make and ship mm-hmm. these things overseas. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But we install them. That's the one thing we do. I, I guess that's you can't really. Yeah, you get the labor. Yes. Yeah. Overseas. So a subsidy. Um, how does a, correct me if I'm wrong. A subsidy works like this. Matt has a good idea. Matt wants to sell um, aluminum cans because aluminum is better than glass. And the government says, oh, we agree. So even though Dave and Dwayne don't use aluminum cans, you're going to help everybody that wants to buy these aluminum cans from me by they're going to take some money from you guys. And help me sell this aluminum can to these guys, correct? Isn't that a subsidy? So the government yep. takes from everybody to make it to where the people that choose to use it, it's a little cheaper. But all of us are paying for it, right? So then there's still a 10-year break even, even after they've stolen your money to apply it to the product. Mm-hmm. Now, ask any electrician you know, any electrician you know, if they're licensed, hopefully they're licensed, uh, what the efficiency is on elect- on solar. I think even the new ones right now, uh, the best efficiency that I'm seeing is like 22% efficiencies. Wow. And yeah. those are the best top of the line. So the 2012 ones, are they probably started out at like 9 or 10% mm-hmm. efficiency, and now they're probably like 3 yeah. <laughs> or they're in a landfill. <laughs> yeah. At least half. But it says, do we have enough silver, copper, aluminum and other materials to keep up with the demand so there is a a little bit of silver it it talks about aluminum uh copper definitely uh glass of course and what heats glass how do you make glass heat you know and quartz and so forth but and how do you how do you get it hot well it's fossil fuels i reckon so (laughs) yeah and where is all that going at the end of the life span yeah yeah landfill the the windmills yeah right with the windmills man i've seen them things come down the road it takes one truck and a really long trailer to pull one of the three blades 
for one windmill. And guess what? That's happening every day. They're getting torn down by the dozens every day and dropped in landfills. And I tell you, <laughs> there's a there's a guy that we used to work with. You know who it is. You know who it is. He's made a fortune off this. Yeah. You know, I, I used to do some work with landfills. Landfills, you, it's finite area, right? You're talking about airspace. You, you go vertical as, as best as you can and you, until you need to build into another cell. The It's very limited, right? You don't have all the room to just put whatever in these landfills, right? You, it's It's insane that they're just creating more and more and more. And by the way, what are windmills made of? How are they made? Right? Yeah. Fiberglass, some some uh, a lot do, of plastics. Do in windmills there. use oil on a daily day basis? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Barrels and barrels. I think that what is it like almost ten barrels of oil in those big turbines that are 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 you know spinning up there. They have to be lubricated. There's uh you know, they do have spills. Yeah, we, wild, could, we could dive way, yeah, way in the weeds on that one. Don't get me started on the environmental, no. like the no, just the bird, birds, yeah, raptors yeah. and eagles. That that breaks my heart. Only about and a they, half a million a year. Piles of them. They underneath. get a pass from our government. Now, in oil and gas, just for those who don't know, if we have a bird take, is what it's called when you have a that that's a big deal, especially if it's a migratory bird. They get literally a pass from all. Mm-hmm. animals that they kill and which how many matt what did you say it's over four hundred thousand a year annually annually mm-hmm. per year birds of prey um migratory birds wow 400 plus i think i want to i want to say 470 something thousand but i'll just say four hundred thousand plus per year every year year after year and as more of them go up i'm sure that number goes oh, up yeah yep and that's right? what's being counted by the way, that's what's being reported. Probably not. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. 400,000 every Sorry. year. And they get it. Like you said, they get a, an exclusion because yeah. it's green. green. I, a man, uh, it's crazy. Yep. And now, and now we wonder why doomsday people are like, Oh, it's the end of times. Like, cause you look around and you're like, what in the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Nothing makes sense. All it's all stupidity. bizarro world, man. It is well, no common sense at all. Well, Crazy. It, it it says it in the Bible. <laughs> it right? sure does. What is up will be down. What is down will be up. Good will be evil. Evil will be good. That's. I feel strong that that's where we're living right now. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. nothing makes sense unless globalization. If you look at that. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Like, we okay. talk about that in about every every podcast we do on how that is actually scriptural and how it applies to today yeah we're just living in the end time we are in the end times by the way it's how far down that road are we that's the wild card but Mm -hmm. yeah we're definitely there it's an interesting take and and why why bring that up let's see because there's a very easy way to change a lot of this and it's just people saying you know no that's bullshit and if if enough of us just say that's bullshit, then it changes, right? It has to change by just the way it's made. It has to change. If enough people say we're done, we're done with all that bullshit. Let's, well, let's get back to this. The change can happen overnight, almost overnight. Mm-hmm. And that's not, that doesn't take fighting. That doesn't take physical altercations. That just takes people saying, um, we're not going to pay for that. Nope. 
we're done with that. Nah, no, sir. Sit down. Shut up. Go away. Next. It's all about education, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. You know, I really think that. And again, I, I, I hate to talk just a bunch of bad stuff without having some sort of solution. So I think that, in my opinion, is the answer, right? Everyone yeah. listening to this should be communicating this stuff, right? Looking into it. Don't take our word. Take, take your own. Do the research. Look this stuff up. But actually give it an honest review. Don't just go with what you hear on the radio and what you see on the news because that's <laughs> they have an agenda, right? So look at this stuff and communicate. Everyone has a little circle, a little bubble that you have influence with, right? So that's what we need to be doing. We need to be influencing our bubble and doing what we can in our communities and, and being active and just pushing back on things and calling them out when they need to be called out. I think that's huge. That's right. A little discussion goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't right. take much, man. It really doesn't. And and you can poke through, poke through the barrier. You know, of course, you're going to get what I found is initially you get the emotional reaction. Of, oh, shut up. You don't want to talk about it. And it's like, well, I do. Let's let's talk about that. And, you know, you, you stick to one thing or the other. And if you're not comfortable, it, point them to the podcast, point them to this pod. There's there's a lot of other people saying the same thing we're saying. Uh, we've been saying it for quite a while. It doesn't matter. We're going to keep saying it because it's important. Uh, These things that don't make sense. uh, If if something's on fire, you know, uh, do we just turn a blind eye? No, you just say, Hey man, that's on fire. Grab a bucket (laughs) (laughs) with enough buckets. We can put out the fire. Yeah, we absolutely. You know what? One of the things I really enjoy about this, uh, this time together on these podcasts is that we do, we, we're, we're trying to educate people, communicate to them first, educate and educate yourself. It's up to you to educate yourself. Go do the research. And then we always talk about this. We stand up, we start acting and we're not talking about acting like fools or, you know, uh, threats or whatever, but it's, it's time to hold these count people accountable that are, uh, you know, pushing these narratives. And uh, a lot of the things that we talk about is you can do that at the ballot box. You can do that at your community. You can do that at your uh, school board meetings. There's just all kinds of venues that you can uh, actually stand up for what's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And every time you fill up your car with gas, I want you to think about it. Every time you pay your power bill, I want you to think about it. Mm-hmm. Every time. <laughs> Like it's, it's only going to get more expensive because we need, we can't live without energy. Uh, uh, let me, let me back that up. We could like cave dwelling and living a very different life. Uh, a lot less of us will live without energy the way it is today. Yep. So there are some that could live without the energy we're used to, but we don't have to like that. That doesn't have to be that way. It's just a matter of pulling our heads out of our asses and saying, no, we're not doing that. You know, I'm, I'm truly scared about just financially where we're heading on the, with this ESG, you guys plugged in on that, this environmental social guidance governance stuff. There's a big effort right now for investment in green companies and whatnot. So what that's doing is it's taking the dollars away from the fossil fuels, which that's their whole goal, by the way. But, you know, you don't have uh, the investment going into it that it needs to, and we're way behind now. And that's only going to, you know, come back to haunt us in the form of way increased bills for everybody. 
So it, it's scary. I mean, everything's in process. It's only getting worse. It's piling on top of each other, layer after layer after layer. I just, I don't know what this will look like in a few years. I, I truly don't. It's it's scary. It's happened a lot faster than I thought. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. I really, I, I cannot believe. So to, to talk about one of the narratives recently, so fuel prices, right? Because everybody across America has seen gas prices go from $1.70 to $5. And I can't believe the amount of people that just automatically accepted the Russia Putin's fault. Mm-hmm. When when that, the minute, like dude Biden, President Poopy Pants campaigning <laughs> and saying, I'm going to shut down fossil fuels. And the minute he got in, he signed executive orders. He froze permitting. He stopped that in motion. Gas prices started going up that minute. That wasn't Ukraine. That wasn't any of that. And then he comes out and says, oh, Putin and all these people buying into that narrative. And then now everybody like, oh, the the <laughs> the president poopy pants high five and going gas is under four bucks. Like, dude, you're such a that's hero, a high Joe. five. Yeah, right? right. Like, that's a high five, man. Well, guess what? I saw a prediction that uh, by the end of the year, it's going to be back up over five dollars. Well, it it will be uh, given so. the current like Dwayne saying, um, and there's some some videos out there about Representative Tlaib talking to the banking system, basically demanding that they do not invest in fossil fuels. And J.P. Morgan, Jamie Dimon, actually rebuts and says that would be a catast- that would be a catastrophe for the civilization. We cannot do that. And and you have to you have to understand what that means, right? So we pointed out earlier the food supply. So fertilizer, right? Fertilizer that's made by stripping the methane and things out of natural gas. And then the process it goes through to deliver sack fertilizer across the world comes from natural gas, natural gas. It doesn't come from solar panels or wind or mm-hmm. out of the sky. It doesn't come. It comes from natural gas. Mm-hmm. So that's one aspect. Second aspect of all the energy that you're looking at today, um, I believe right here, even in Colorado, I think 60, is it 60 or 65% of the energy produced in Colorado for power comes from natural gas. So to shut that down, where, where does that come from? How do we make that up when they've been killing all the coal plants here in Colorado for how long? So they're down like 90%. So then this big push to green, right? Well, where does that come from? They could swap everything over to green energy tomorrow, but then the infrastructure has to be completely rebuilt. And that's infrastructure from, the solar fields to the battery storage facilities, all the way down to every single connection to every single home that you see, every building, every apartment, every gas station, every store, every dwelling, every building has to have a new connection made because of power loss issues and it's carrying a different type of power. So it doesn't really function the way it does now with the current energy being pushed through the infrastructure. So all that has to be redone. And there's there's no grid. There's no grid for that. I mean, yeah, that that will not support the grid. It would be catastrophic. So I mean, we're just not we're not there. We're not ready. And also, I'm gonna say very point blank: the current technology in these so-called green, I call them unreliable energy sources, solar, wind. Um, that technology is not ready. It is not 
capable yet. It is not there. We can't do this without it creating some pretty nasty fucking times ahead. But we are on the cusp because of the current administration and the current people, the NGOs. We talked about what an NGO was, non-governmental organizations pushing their agenda down on it. We're on the cusp. And by the way, they just got a major payoff thanks to this Inflation Inflation Act. There's monies set aside for them. Yep. It's written into the, the deal. Look it up. It's scary. It's crazy. So their power has just been increased tremendously. Incredible. You know, I always thought if, you know, I, I remember the days when, you know, of course, AOC was, you know, new Green Deal. Here comes Bernie Sanders and all these politicians and we're going to do the new green deal. People are hollering and yelling and, Oh, that's so cool. Well, let's ask a question. If we went back, let's say even 10 years ago, and it was that big of a deal, why wouldn't we, why wouldn't we say, all right, let's, let's get with uh, green energy. Let's talk to the solar boys. Let's talk to the windmill boys and include the petroleum guys. And let's figure out a way that, that will work the sustainable and workable for the future and to guide it that way and, and everybody can win but no it was just this is what we're doing we're going to slam the door on the the oil and gas and the petroleum petroleum industry and uh and just shove this down this narrative down our throats there was no uh you know working together to to solve that problem and well, even though they couldn't solve it but yeah, they, they're not just shutting the door. They're they're demonizing it. Yeah. If you work for in the fossil fuel industry, you're like enemy mm-hmm. of the state. I mean, it, it's almost in certain groups that you, there's a lot of pressure on you if you're in oil mm-hmm. and gas. You do what? What do you do? Back to that whole reli- guilty, mm-hmm. right? Your guilt. You should be yeah. very guilty for what you do. Yeah, <laughs> I just no it's just it's it's a non-business approach. To something that's so powerful and, and it's can wreck. Yeah. yeah. They're running off of people's emotions. They're, they're fear mongering. All this stuff, getting everyone freaked out about it. Oh, they've got you emotional. They've, they've got a lot of folks emotional. They've got a lot of people scared. You know what I mean? To, to yeah. rewind the clock back to the COVID kickoff, like fear. Yeah. Right. When people, when, when people, and this is some psychological psychobabble bullshit here. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? When people are, are fearful or scared or they are, they're afraid they are more susceptible to all kinds of different narratives. So when you push fear and then you push these things out there. So the next that I'm telling you right now, the next uh, pandemic is going to be climate change, right? It's going to be the climate change thing. Pretty soon lockdowns for climate change. It, it's coming. It's happening. It's already happening. You don't have to look too far. You look at California, you look through all this nonsense. It's happening. Yep. So just what what kind of life do you want to live? That's the question. Because you can, we can, and and the stats will back this up. Our air and our water in America, through the use of natural gas, is cleaner than it's ever been since we started recording these things as a species. It's fucking cleaner. It's not worse. It's not getting worse. It's cleaner. The air and the water is cleaner now than it's ever been by using fossil fuels. Mm -hmm. So there is a path where we can continue rising, living, 
creating, making way cheaper, way more efficient and in a healthier manner moving forward without all the heartache, without all this craziness. You just have to look the religious cult in the face and say, show me your God because their God points to about four people mm-hmm. that are sitting on top of this pyramid, pulling the strings and they're raking in the cash. Yeah, it's the cash that matters. Like that's yeah. what it is. All it's all about. It is. It is. And money power, and power, yeah. money and power, follow the money. Right. And, and the narrative on the other side is, well, fossil fuels, follow the money. There's money involved in fossil fuels, but here's what I'm going to ask you under Trump. And I, I don't even want to say under Trump, I, I'm going to I'm going to use Trump as an example because the energy sector flourished during that time. A lot of it had to do, some of it had to do with Trump. A lot of it had to do with the time leading up to that, right? So energy, America became energy, an energy exporter rather than an importer. Our power bills, our fuel bills and everything else was cheaper. Our food was down. Everything flows, ebbs and flows with Mm -hmm. the price of energy. Everything. That's correct. So how do you combat inflation? I'm going to say cheaper energy. Exactly. Cheaper energy will bring inflation down. That's the foundation. Yep. That's so, the answer. So talk about supply, Matt. We don't have enough gas or we don't have enough oil, right? Oh, yeah. You know, a few years ago, the USGS came out with a study for peons, just the, the field we're in here in Western Colorado, 66 trillion cubic feet of recoverable gas. Right. Hundreds of years. That's yeah. Well, what's how much uh, supply is that? It was uh, right here, the Piance Basin, yep. the Niobrara Formation, if I remember right. Uh, Two hundred years worth, just yeah. right here. That's just the Niobrara. So, if we unleash that, what kind of economic bump do you think we'd get? Right, as a Absolutely. country, we are in debt beyond what we're we're basically insolvent right now. If we could be printing money. But, and that's our ticket. That is our solution out of this whole debacle we're in is energy. But yet energy. it's the one thing that they're just crushing, closing, they, demonizing. I, I remember uh, Biden and Harris basically said, hold on, it's it's not going to get any better for a while. You're just going <clears> to <throat> have to suck it up. They basically <laughs> told Americans to suck it up. I remember this a year ago. There was a comment that Biden made that um, they're, they're not going to do anything about the energy. And that's, it is, it's as cheap a solution well, Dave, just, to get out of this. Just fill your tires up. Make sure that they're full <laughs> of air. Okay. That'll help you. And that grab a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. Just buy electric. <laughs> well, let me, let me go a step further there. So there have been several other uh, geological studies done. Uh, one right back there in Texas. Uh, there have been multiple, okay. Multiple um, reworkings done based on new technology and energy extraction practices uh, that have been modernized. They found uh, again in Texas, the Permian again, they're like, there's another two to 300 years there. So two to 300 years of Permian, two to three, 200 years here in the Peons Basin. And then we're not even talking Marcellus, Utica, any of that back East. So America based on just what we know today in current technology, we're probably sitting on six to 800 years worth of energy. Six to eight hundred years. Well, so on a global level, what is that? Well, on a global level, so that's, that's still right. Uh, hundreds, <laughs> still hundreds of, of years, right? Um, and if you believe, if you're one of those that believe in shutting down Russia and, and and maybe removing some of the power, what better way to do it than 
America provide energy and natural gas to Europe and Germany and all these other places? Why not export these things to the world? That takes the power right out of the dictator's hands. Sure does. Well, not only we, him, but, you know, China and others. Iran. And we know how it's produced here. Oh, yeah. We know emission levels are, are very low. Control technology is very high. Regulations are very high in the U.S. That's not the case in Russia. I'm quite sure. Right. Do you think they have all these crazy rules where you got to burn energy just to save a teeny bit of, of methane? No, they don't. Right. So if you want clean energy, <laughs> the best place to get it is right here. Right yeah. here. Hands down. Yep. Hands down. And that's people aren't hearing that story. It's it's no, sad. They don't hear the story and they don't the the NIMBY, the not in my backyard movement. Not only did it push manufacturing jobs out of America, right? Because that's where China picked up the slack. China said, yeah. Oh, you don't want them? We'll do it. Why did the manufacturing companies move there? Because it's less regulated, so it's cheaper. It's cheaper to pick up leave, go to China, start over, manufacture, produce it, ship it all the way over here and sell the same product here when it's done <laughs> over there dirtier. <laughs> same thing with oil and natural gas. We are importing oil now. We're begging OPEC, please reduce prices. Give us OPEC and Saudi Arabia. Check out, see if there's a regulation, any kind of regulatory committee in Saudi Arabia. See if you can find one. Yeah. Just one. See if you can find one. It comes right back down to the Saudi prince. He says, make oil. They go make oil. Yep. Their I cost to get out of the ground is a lot lower than ours. It is. By the way, they're sending their experts over to learn from us. Did you know that? Oh, buddy. Uh, you know, right here in Colorado, uh, the Rocky Mountains, the Peons Creek, this whole area. Uh, the, I call it the Rocky Mountains. Not necessarily just Peons Creek, but this whole Rocky Mountain area. Uh, when it was When it was booming and busy. And kind of got started in the multi-well pad directional drilling, uh, perfecting all of that right here in the Rockies. I venture to say that that group of experts that learned here that took that craft and brought this level up have now spread out across America and throughout the world. And they're sharing that. So the influence right here in the Rockies is now all over the world. And it started right here. I remember talking to a guy. This is two maybe three years ago that basically was working in russia and they were teaching the russians how to how to extract and and to produce yeah and then uh they were uh you know russians have a real different mindset i'm not bashing them but they're just dude they they are like no no nonsense you know they're they're uh out there to make their money and get their gas and don't forget to drink their vodka <laughs> they like to drink vodka <laughs> do you know why there's no nonsense I actually, I read, I read a bit about this. I read it through a book, not a newspaper and, and it made perfect sense. So what, I mean, recently, right. The USSR, the Soviet union, all that collapsed, all the communism, all the craziness. And it went through a very similar cycle. Like we're seeing inflation, high, this high, that stripping of rights. And next, you know, people waiting in bread lines, political mm. correctness, all this. You can't speak out. You can't say this. You can't do that. So in Russia, there is no tolerance for any of the bullshit because they know a little bit of that bullshit leads to more bullshit, leads to more bullshit. It creeps. That's why. And, and you know, I don't I don't agree with this, but that's why they're anti anti gay, anti this, anti that, because they just believe that if they let a little bit of it in, it spreads like wildfire. 
And, and I got to say, you know, when you talk back years ago, right. And you talk about, there was a, a big debate on letting uh, gay people get married because it should be between a man and a woman. And there was a whole group of very, um, I don't want to call it extreme, but there was a whole group of religious folks that were like, look, once that happens, the slippery, slippery slope, pretty soon it's going to be pedophilia and children. And now look at what the whole community and all this maps and all this bullshit is now being pushed. Mm-hmm. Got to say, like, and that's not saying that gay people are pedophiles. I'm saying the pedophiles are hijacking those movements yes, and are. trying to make it more normal. Mm-hmm. And that's the fucking red line, man. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Can't happen. Yep. It yep. won't men allowed in women's bathrooms and stuff you get yeah, to choose no. your sex when you're four or five you got to leave the kids alone man that's that's just yeah uh, there's yeah. no there is no tolerance for Agreed. that 100 percent. leave the kids alone no tolerance so uh, sorry that is a whole other doomsday tangent but <laughs> but you know to, to back up i guess you know that's that's why there's not a lot of bullshit accepted over there right now mm-hmm. they are they are too closely removed from how their civilization collapsed because a lot of that. Mm. Right. And so that's why they're like, nah. You know, going back to Doomsday, um, you know, a lot of the people feel like uh, some of these end time wars are going to be fought, of course, over land and resources. But resources also include water. And I think water is <laughs> going to become a real big player, too. So there's, there's something for the uh, conspiracy Doomsday. Right. Water, clean water is going to become a very, very um, precious commodity. You just open your tap for clean water, Dave. That's all you have to do. Oh, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, dude. Come on, man. (laughs) Unless you live in Flint, Michigan, (laughs) just light it. (laughs) That problem still isn't fixed either. Oh, but we send billions to Ukraine. Yeah, Yeah, keep drinking that. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Again, man, just ignoring ignoring the fire in front of us to go be do-gooders somewhere where we don't even understand what we're doing. Yeah. Why? The, the, the main theme here is why? Mm-hmm. Like, just start by asking that mm-hmm. question. Why? Why are we allowing people to talk like pedophilia is normal? Why are we allowing this no. green energy push when we can't afford it? Why are we? Why? Just why? Yeah. Is why a four-letter word? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, Common Core. Let me let me do some math. Common Core math. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, four-letter <laughs> word with with excl- the question mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Counts. Depends on how you spell it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, it's 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 wild, man. All right, what's what's number two doomsday on the list? We haven't even got off one yet, have we? <laughs> oh, buddy. Right. No, it's it's an interesting concept. But talk about it, right? That's the main point. Mm -hmm. Just ask why. Talk about it. Raise your hand. Stand up. We talk about that every time. That's we do. Like it's not hard to talk about. Mm -hmm. Call them out. Yeah. Yep. And if the answer is I don't know, and and the why continues, then take it to the next level, and then show up at a meeting and ask your representative, why are we doing this? And listen to the answer. Most of the time, they just point the finger to the next guy. Well, they, they, who are they? They are you. We are they. We're not doing that anymore. Amen. Crazy, man. Crazy. 
I don't know. Yeah. Guys, I'm about out of cigar. I'm a slacker. You guys are done, huh? Well, I think with that, we rack, wrap up Doomsday, Energy Doomsday, <laughs> slash everything else, huh? Yeah. How to fix America with a simple energy policy. Right. We can do that. Uh, energy is the answer. It's easy. Yeah. Energy really is the easy. answer. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks well, so much. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for having me on. I sure enjoyed this. It's Dwayne. Been, it's been fun talking smack. Well, we ticked off a couple people out there, huh? <laughs> nah, we're equal opportunity offenders. <laughs> right, right. That's right. A bunch of knuckleheads. <laughs> yep. Enjoy shutting it off now because in the near future, it might be required listening. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, American Dudocracy. Peace out. Thanks, everyone.